morning. Good morning, brother. How you doing? Not bad at all. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Woke up just recently and did all my stuff. I bet. Well, that kind of actually leads us right into our first topic, actually. Um, so let's just jump on in, yeah? Heck yeah. Cool, dude. Um, so I think we talked about this maybe two weeks ago. Um, just kind of the idea of, of our little golden hour. Um, maybe just trying to capitalize on this time to, to dive deeper into that. Um, so you kind of just mentioned, like, um, just got all my stuff done. What, is, what does that look like for you nowadays? What's your, what's your wake-up time looking like? Cool, cool. Before I hop in that, uh, I actually want to kind of like maybe talk a little bit about what my golden hour is or like what the whole um, idea behind that is. Um, So basically, I truly believe like if you go win the first hour of your day, um, you can win your whole day uh, because it kind of sets the the pace and like um, the the tone of your day. Uh, And so just like this is a very situational thing where not everyone's golden hour is going to look the same. Um, but some of the things that are on my golden hour, um, so like the first hour of my day, pretty much consists of like prayer. Um, so as soon as I wake up, I get at the edge of my bed and I send, send up a quick little prayer to my homeboy Jesus. <laughs> um, right after that, I start to like do my stretches. Um, I don't know what it is, but something about like making your blood flow and everything. Um, getting all loose and everything uh, definitely helps me. Okay. Uh, that one's been huge. It's weird. I didn't know how much like how much stretching could really like take out of you. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm like, wow, maybe I like my body feels like I'm an old man. <laughs> um, so I'm starting to do that a little bit more. Uh, I'm working on my affirmations, uh, just something that like helps me like have my like little power statements for my day. Um, Another one is like just like 10 minutes of straight meditation. Um, just really trying to like work through any problems that I had or any like deep thoughts that I had. Um, because it's like early in the morning. Um, it's before I'm all over my social media. It's before I'm talking to a bunch of people. So it's just like time where I could personally work through stuff. Mm. Um, and then the last, last thing that I'm like doing is like hopping in the shower and grabbing a cup of coffee. Um, so that's what my morning my like golden hours kind of looking like right now um but yeah that's uh i have something written down right here dude that's awesome uh so basically it says the theory of the the golden hour is the first hour of your day sets the pace for the entire day what does your first hour look like what does it need to look like every person is different we all need something that's unique to us the first hour of doing all these things are the things that energize you for the day. It's a routine. Um, so yeah, man, that's the golden hour that I've been working on. What about you? You Cool, cool. Um, before we get to me, can you just tell us like a little bit more about affirmations, um, what that means to you, or maybe even read one, one of them that you say in the morning? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so affirmations are basically speaking things into existence that uh, you're like working on. Um, it's, it's like I am statements. And you're speaking as if it already like was. Um, okay. So one, I'll never forget, but I was I met this gentleman, and he was talking about affirmations. And one of his affirmations is something that I like hold dear to me, and something that I want to affirm every single day. So basically, he wakes up every morning and he tells himself, "I'm a bold, confident, courageous young 
a warrior of God whose feet touch the ground and Satan trembles. And it's like, man, like he's up. Uh, and he yeah. goes on and on. And it's like, it's like a loaded affirmation where it's like, it doesn't start off like that. It starts off wherever you're at, where um, everyone's confidence, everyone's self image, they're all at different levels. And so maybe like, you're like, I am confident. And uh, you keep telling yourself that. And eventually you become, you become confident. Um, because you are what you think. And you are like, your biggest critic and you're talking to yourself the most every single day and so it's like a lot of us we're telling ourselves negative stuff um and affirmations is kind of like a way to like combat that uh and just kind of like put your armor on for the day of like you know what i am a bold confident courageous warrior of god you know every time my feet does touch the ground like saying trembles yeah Um, and it's like those power statements, you know, like I'm getting amped up just like saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you, thank you bro. Yeah, I, cool. I recycled that from someone else, but I liked it. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, for me personally. Um, so for sure, like in my golden hour, the first 10, 15 minutes is me just trying to get out of bed. Like, I need those, like, 10 minutes at least to, like, shake off the sleepies, like, wipe the crust off my face, all those things, kind of, like, shake it all off. Um, but something I, like, really, as soon as I get up, like, I repeat to myself, it's, like, feet on the ground, feet on the ground, feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think for me, like, that's the hardest part of my day is just, like, turning over and putting my feet on the ground to, like, get started. Um, but as I've been, like, trying to practice this, you know, um, a little bit more intentionally this week, it's looked like um first of all like getting up um going to the bathroom of course and then coming coming back and grabbing my grabbing my books so i have my devotional my bible my journal and my like and my read that i'm on right now so i'm reading a book called leading on empty by wayne cordero excuse me if i if i butchered his name um so i get into my jesus calling devotional um and then read a chapter out of the bible um, and then kind of journal about it and then read a chapter of my book. Um, and that just kind of like focuses me in for the day, um, you know, allows me the opportunity to lean into God um, and remind myself of, you know, where I'm at and where I'm going for sure. Um, and then definitely like getting up and going on a run is super important to me. Has been this week, um, I mean to say, um, and that's been really, really nice just to, um, I don't know, it's just like a huge victory in the day. And it just makes me feel strong and ready to take on anything else that comes my way. And then lastly, um, something I've been thinking about a lot is I am a big, big breakfast person. Like I have to eat something in the morning. Um, and it's just something that I think like in our, in our age demographic is so grossly underestimated. Like the importance <laughs> of like a solid breakfast in the morning is huge. Um, and I know so many people that are like, oh, I'm just not like, I just don't get hungry in the morning. Like, oh, I don't have time for breakfast. And it's like, why? You're crazy. Because me personally, like, if I don't eat breakfast, like, nothing else is going good that day. Like, it is all bad. I just need, like, that fuel for sure. So that's kind of what it looks like for me. Um, and then I just get get into my day after that. Heck, yeah, bro. That's awesome. And, like, I'm happy that, like, we actually were practicing, like, that golden hour this week. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, yours is, like, a really good solid like thing for you 
where you know like you know how you're operating and like you wrapped it up perfect where you're talking about like yo breakfast is such a big thing for you um yeah and this is where it's so situational where like bro like that breakfast for some people is like a coffee for others uh, mm-hmm. and it's just as simple as that but like i think to like to speak to everyone that's like listening right now i mean if we have any listeners um but to speak <laughs> to speak to all of them um just realizing like don't be doing the things that like other people are telling you to do um but like do what you need to do uh i forgot to mention but one of the things that i'm doing in like my my golden hour and it's so simple but it's like pays such a big dividend later on in the day is like i make my bed oh heck yeah yeah and it's like i never make my bed because like to me like i always think like man it's a waste of time but it's like it's something that i'm just like letting like build up and not get done as opposed to like yo as soon as like i'm out of my bed like my bed's made like i don't need to get back into my bed like and i come home later or i mean I'm already home all day, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, in this season, in this season, Mm -hmm. but I come back to my room later and I'm like, dang, my bed's made like that looks nice. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, so it's just like that. Yeah. I love that that physical organization allows for mental organization, Mm -hmm. um, which is so important for sure. Absolutely. Um, which one do you think like, is like, uh, I mean, obviously golden hour, collectively um is like stuff that's like getting the gears going but which one do you think like you personally enjoy the most out of all of them like i know we talked about breakfast we talked about running we talked about reading our devotionals grabbing our books those 15 minutes of like just shaking yourself out of bed yeah um for sure um reading my devotional reading my bible spending time with jesus in the morning um and just knowing that he wants to spend time with me is certainly my favorite part. Um, I just feel, you know, I love, I love the opportunity to meet with God um, because it, it focuses me. It, it reminds me of who I am and what my, what my purpose is. Um, Not like for the day essentially, but you know, long-term as well. So that's definitely my favorite part. Absolutely. I think like, that's so, that's so good too, because like you said, like it focuses you. Um, I yeah. when like you're reading in the morning or you just like came across like a fire scripture you're like yeah you're kind of like meditating on that all day and it's like in the back of your head and then like you get into a conversation and you have that opportunity to share and it's like bro i just read this this morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love when that happens you're like and it pays like a huge dividend so i really like mm-hmm. that um that's something that you're incorporating it's funny that you bring that up because um just last week i was texting a friend and I read a particular scripture that morning. Um, and then she had mentioned how that she said like, Oh, this, this scripture is my favorite scripture. And I was like, what? Like I just read that this morning, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then we had a, like a little conversation about what it meant to us and stuff like that. And it was just like a total God thing um, that it just happened, you know, back to back like that. So that was really cool. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I think me and you even had a, a conversation over the phone about that. Yeah. And it was like, you just read it and it was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, and I think, yep. it, I think it's cool. I think when you're faithful to things, um, God 100% uses you to like serve others or like be there for others. And like, I don't know, like, I feel like that's one of those like private disciplines 
that is like kind of like a selfish public reward where you're able to like, <laughs> yeah. help someone because like you were disciplined that morning um, because you were in your studies and then later on you could like your cups filled up so you could pour out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's huge. Ooh, yep. I think even with like the golden hour, that's kind of what it's like is like uh, me and you kind of talked about it is like, yo, when your phone dies, what do you do? You know, you go, yeah, you got to plug it in, right? You go and you like plug it into the charger and it's like, you don't just like keep on like plugging it, unplugging it, plugging it in, unplugging it, but you like allow it to actually recharge. And I think with the golden hour, sometimes we get really burnt out with like just the day to day and like everything that we're doing. And it's like, man, like I'm not feeling it today. Um, but if we're able to win our day and like, we're able to like plug in the charger for us every single day, um, we're not operating off of 10% every day. We're like trying to like plug in and be like, man, okay. Like I'm at a hundred percent, like starting in this after this golden hour. So, so it's definitely huge. Um, we want to talk about the, the next thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's, let's dive in. Cool. Um, so one of the listeners from last week, uh, they wanted to talk or they kind of recommended and uh, requested that we talk about like the effects of social media. Um, some of the ways maybe we could use it to our advantage, but also some of the ways that it can become toxic to us. So maybe like some like pros and some cons um, and everything. But before we get into that, uh, I kind of just want to preface like this conversation um, and me and Keenan, we were, we've been talking about this um, where we don't want to be like trying to solve anyone's like problems, like not right. saying like, we don't want to minimize people's problems um, because everyone's going through something that we know, we know nothing about. Um, so when we're talking, everything's from our own perspective. Uh, we're not saying we have all the answers uh, again, what's just our perspective. We're just sharing. Um, and hopefully maybe something like helps with you guys um and it's kind of like a disclaimer i guess like <laughs> for sure yeah we, we're just we're just playing tennis out here you know all right playing tennis it's crazy, ideas back bro. And forth. i was just <laughs> thinking about that analogy um about playing tennis <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly um, oh yeah should we, should we touch yeah, on that, you that sure all right we'll do it quick um you want me to go yeah. I bet. Um, so something Caleb and I do a lot is what we call playing tennis um, because we, we both respect each other's opinions um, and what we have to offer one another. Um, we're best friends. So we talk about a lot of fun things, a lot of hard things. Um, but essentially what that means is like, we know that like Caleb doesn't have all the answers that for my life and I don't have all the answers for his life. Um, but we do have cool things to offer. So when something comes up, we, we play tennis, we knock what we talk about, we just knock it back and forth. And here's what I think about that. Here's what you think about that. And it's just kind of like an ongoing thing of like building on one another's ideas um, and just allowing for kind of that brainstorming session to happen. Um, and we just learn from one another back and forth without ever having to be like, you need to fix this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but really just, you know, loving on one another as best we can um, without being like, you know, um, abs- without using absolutes, I guess, would be the best way to put it. Ooh, absolutely. 
I mean, sorry, but absolutely. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, spot on. And it it keeps it keeps our dynamic really healthy. And we we realize like none of us are like claiming that we have all the answers. But like Keenan said, we really respect each other's like opinions and um, their views on things. So it just keeps it healthy. So we just play tennis. So. Um, cool. Sorry, bro. I cut you off though. No, nah, you're good. <laughs> so social media, um, that's a that's a broad, broad statement, number one. Um, but I think we would recognize that as your standard platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. I don't know if LinkedIn's a social – yeah, I guess it's a social media. Um, and then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Reddit, Pinterest. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, all of it. What's the one that a lot of girls use to post pictures on? Visco, right? Oh like yeah, or Tumblr. Yeah, <laughs> Tumblr, bro. That's. I don't know if people are still using Tumblr. Maybe. Dang, bro! I use Tumblr every single day. <laughs> <laughs> You're weird. You're weird. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I guess we can start off by like saying what social medias we use and then just how they've impacted our lives or why we use them or things like that. So I, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. I, oh, YouTube for sure. Um, and then Facebook as well. What about you? Um, so yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube. Um, and like, like we just exposed myself with, uh, Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm not consistent on it though. Uh, there's times where like I, I go cold turkey on them. Um, but that's going to be kind of like woven into some of this conversation of why, and like all that stuff so for sure cool yeah so something Caleb and I were talking about yesterday is how our two different pursuits kind of change the reason why or what we do on social media so a lot of I I like I produce my own music Um, I'm an independent artist so I a lot of my social media is geared toward promoting my music um, and sharing the things that I'm doing, hopefully offering encouragement to others who are doing the same thing. Um, So I post a lot of music, a lot of videos of me singing or rapping or doing funny things. um, And I try to just stay engaged with uh, my, my quote unquote fans. um, If I, yeah, I don't even really like that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I'll, I also have like my personal social medias where I post selfies and stuff. Um, Some dog face Snapchats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I have like kind of like the leisurely side and then kind of like the more business side of social media. So there's like two components to what I do. And obviously the business side is really, really important to me um, and to what I'm trying to build and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like I like that you talk about that because uh, this is why we're starting this podcast. You know, um, like 
like you said, we're, we're in two different pursuits. And so I love being able to throw back like perspective and like um, the way that we view certain things and why we view them those ways. Um, so I guess like, like you said, like the business side is obviously like super important to you. Um, so like, what are, what do you mean by that? Like, how are you using it for a business? I know we talked about like promoting a lot of music. Um, I guess just speak to that, I guess. Anything. Yeah. Um, I think that in addition to having good music, at least, oh, so, okay. I was talking to someone about this yesterday. When I, if you ask me what my favorite song is right now, um, and I told you, it's going to go a lot deeper than just the song for me. I really latch on to artists a lot um, and their stories and who they are and what, like how they speak into my life and things like that. So I think when it comes to promoting my music, um, it's important to build like a personal brand as well um, so that people aren't just getting quality music, but they're getting me and they know like where the message is coming from and who they're listening to and things like that. Um, because then you can appreciate the music just that much more. So social media allows me the opportunity to convey to people who I am and what I'm about um, and build that kind of that brand around myself so that people can feel more, you know, attached to the music and who they're listening to. Absolutely, man. Um, I didn't realize I wrote this down, but as soon as you started talking about like you're building your own brand and like it kind of gives them an outlet to like plug into and really get to know a little bit deeper of like who you are, what you stand for, what you're all about and like yeah. why you're singing about the things you're singing about um, is I wrote down social media is kind of a portfolio of who you are for someone that has never met you um, because there's so much content on there, you know, like it's kind of giving them a rundown of like, like you said, like what you're about, what you stand for, why you're singing about this stuff um, and like what your brand is. Mm-hmm. And so for the business side, I think that's, that's super valuable of, I think with social media, like it's such a double-edged sword where it's like, it's good, but it's also like, could be kind of bad. And it's like, yeah, it could hurt you, but it could also like help you a lot. Um, and it's, it's just a tool and it's situational for how people are using it. Um, and I think like that is one of like such a big pro of social media, like being able to build your own brand and have your own portfolio and have content that people could like, plug into relate and connect and um really know you i think another thing for sure another thing too for like you is like um you know i believe in you you know i know you're gonna pop off uh yeah and it's like this is like testimony and this is like um how do you say it's kind of like your dot your document you're documenting like everything that's going on like from like zero to a hundred like everything you'll be able to post to it. And I know me and you, like we really enjoy Russ and not just for his music, but for his story. Um, I know a lot of people don't like Russ because like everything, but yeah, the other aspect is like, yo, get to know his story. And like, you'll look at like a lot of his songs a lot different. Like you'll understand why like his confidence is like that. You'll understand why he said things. And so I think it's gonna be cool, like later on in the future, is gonna be like, yo, I know why Keenan's saying that. Like, I know why he's acting like that. All that good stuff. <laughs> for sure. And one little thing to add on to that, too, is like, even for people who, 
who don't need to have like a personal brand for like what they're doing like social media is such a cool thing where like like my grandkids are gonna know exactly who I was when I was 20 years old which is something that like hasn't happened before like so many of us um you know I'm I'm blessed that I, I still have some of my grandparents around but so I know so many people who I don't really know my my grandfather that well right. um even on, on my dad's side like I I, I never met him as or that's not true I was too young to remember um and I don't know much about him but like now like my grandkids even if I'm not around are gonna be able to be like dang like grandpa was like so cool when he was 20 years old like he was making all this music and stuff and they're gonna be able to see so much um and that's that can go for everyone like you're gonna be able to document like who you were and your family's gonna be able to see like what your journey was like and things like that which is just always really cool um just as for a sense of identity for people knowing where they came from and things like that right I I think I think that is legit and I think that's something maybe I overlook sometimes of like yo like this is documentation for like my grandkids of like it's gonna be so cool to be like Papa Keenan, you know? yeah. Papa Keenan, <laughs> for like, real. Yo, this is what they were doing, like, right. I hope they get a hold of this. <laughs> uh, I, I, I bet. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Um, there's there's obviously like a lot of pros uh, for social media. Um, is there something like that you wanna you wanna hit on or like we wanna talk about real quick? Because I think like like we were kind of mentioning that it's a double double edged sword where. Sure. Um, there are pros, but there are also are cons, um, and I want it to be not so. I'm not saying it's biased right now, but I don't want it to only be like we're talking about the good things. Like I want it to be looked at from both perspectives. You know. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, we can even just go back to social media's portfolio, a portfolio for people who have never met you. Um, how can that? How that can not be a good thing? Um, I think it's so easy for us to, to look at someone's portfolio and be like, oh, okay, so this is, this is who you are. Right. Um, where obviously, like, there's, there's more to it than that. Um, I think a term that you used, before, I've heard you use before, is like, it's your highlight reel, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, <clears throat> like, you know, you turn on SportsCenter and you see LeBron James, like, you see his highlight reel, you see him, you know, putting it down people's throats you see him dropping 36 points in a night um you know doing amazing blocks and these athletic things but um sports center doesn't put on the times when you know he's in the gym working uh the times when he's away from his family for six months out of the year the times when like all the things that it costs you know he spends hours and hours in the gym um he's up late for for interviews and up early for practice um, and things like that. Like that's not on Sports Center. So I think that's that's an important thing to recognize for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, that highlight reel is crazy, man. Um mm-hmm. something that really made me realize that was a couple conversations that I had. Uh and it was actually one of my brothers, we were having this conversation and he's like, Have you ever seen someone take like a hundred selfies but only post one of them? I was like, <laughs> dang, I was like, that's so true. Um, and just that simple question, man, of like, they only post one of them. And when you think Mm -hmm. about it, that's like 1% out of a hundred. And so in those other 99 pictures, like a lot of the times, like they feel like something was wrong with them. Um, and it, it goes to where 
we're only posting our best things. Like, bro, when I'm struggling, when I'm like, when I'm simping or when I'm like, you know, going through it, mm-hmm. I'm not taking a selfie right there. And be like, man, another day going through it. Like, that's what that's what Twitter's for, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Twitter's for simping late, late at night. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you don't, you just don't post those things. And I think like, uh, one of the things that I have written down is the seeds of doubt are planted in yourself when you begin to compare. And I think we, we keep on comparing ourselves to like people's highlight reel that like, we don't realize just because someone takes a trip, like, and they use all of those pictures and they just spread them out over a period of time. That doesn't mean like they're just always having fun. Um, I think that's one big negative thing from social media is because you could create your own portfolio because you could be whoever you want to be on social media. Um, we, we, we like, we beat ourselves up because we see everyone else having fun. And the second that we're not having fun with like our life or the second, like we're going through something, it's like, man, like, am I wrong for going through this? And I'm here to say, absolutely not. Everyone's going through like a lot of stuff, but we're only yeah. posting the highlight reels. Um, I think it's funny. Like <laughs> someone was saying like, yo, you don't see me like posting pictures of like my baby pooping all over me, but you see me like, when like my baby <laughs> when me and my baby were all dressed up and stuff and I was like hey that's true exactly and so like exactly. that's like the bad part of social media where like we compare and we we think that people have it easier um than us and in reality like everyone's going through a lot of the same stuff where a lot of us are in the same headspace and it's it can be very bad, you know, for sure. Um, one other thing that uh, maybe like we'll speak to someone listening is social media is 100% a tool. Um, bro, me and my, me and my brothers, we talk a lot and my brothers are extremely wise. Um, and so they talk about like this, they use this analogy for a lot of different things. Um, but for example, we're, we're using social media and social media in a good person's hand could be a lot of good. Um, social media in a bad person's hand could be a lot of bad. And it's the same exact mm-hmm. analogy of like, yo, a knife in like some bad guy's hand could be like a weapon to kill someone. But now like a knife in like a, a doctor's hand is like a surgical tool to like save someone's life. Um, right. And that's what social media is. It's, it's a tool. Like I think another crazy thing is because it's a tool, um, your life kind of becomes a micro, like, like a, a microscope, but then also like it exposes who you really are. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think that social media is like, it's not bad. It's not good. It's a tool, but it also exposes who you truly are. Like it, it shows people more of who you, who you are, you know? Definitely. Interesting. Um, kind of taking that and going with it um we talked about how i really liked what we talked about earlier not earlier today but earlier this week about how social media normalizes things that shouldn't be normal um especially on platforms like twitter and tiktok where it's difficult to filter what you see um and this is like something for me too, where it's like, 
like you think so like like you something comes up and the more that you like scroll through it and scroll by it, it becomes regular um and it's like you see something that's like you think like oh like that's okay but the, it's something that's like really not okay um and it just like this is just my experience like it isn't in line with my values um or what yeah it isn't in line with my values but i'll see it on twitter and be like oh i want that um and it's like and then i have to like catch myself and be like wait no i don't like because we don't get to see like the behind the scenes consequences of that you only get to see like what they're putting on social media once again um so it's and then a lot of things are just like like a joke or you know trying to be funny but then it becomes like so like you know regular and ingrained in you that it becomes your reality instead of just being a funny social media thing, um, at least for me. And that's something I have to really be careful with um, and check my heart on, on a regular basis for sure. Yeah, man. I think absolutely. There's, there's that normalization and like the, I might butcher this, but I think it's like calling like desensitized. Um, yeah. Where things yep. become so less sensitive. Um and I know me and you have talked about this, but I actually learned this from my brother. Uh, a while back, my brother ended up getting off of social media. And I remember having this conversation and it actually made me delete my social media for about uh, two years. But it was just basically talking about like what you're saying. You're scrolling through all these things that like aren't your values um, and you start to begin to want it. But then like there's also those things that you're scrolling through um, that like should absolutely break your heart and it doesn't break your heart. Um, and I always use that like yo we see like that there was just like a terrorist attack or we see that like um, a school just got shot up or something and then the next tweet is like man I really I really want my cookies and then the next tweet is like man like today was such a great day or whatever it be and so as we're scrolling through these things um, like our subconscious is normalizing it to each other Um, and because it's on the same platform because it's it's on the timeline you know uh you're kind of desensitizing everything and you're not taking that with like as much value or as much um or as heavy as it should be where subconsciously your mind just starts to say like you know what like this school shooting is like the same level of this person wanting cookies and like people think that Mm -hmm. it's not like that but how many times have we scrolled past something on social media? And it's like, man, like, that's crazy. And then you just keep going. And, like, it doesn't break your heart. Um, and it kind of detaches us from from that, I, I think. Yeah, which is super unfortunate. And just finding, yeah, that numbness is, is dangerous for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So all that being said... Um, of course, there's there's the good of, you know, um, keeping up with family and friends, um, being able to share the things that you're doing and accomplishing um, and enjoying about life or um, just staying up to date with the news. Certainly entertainment, um, for sure. Something that I loved, um, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk say once, <clears throat> he talks about how, like, the generation above us will sit down and watch two hours of, like, um, just like their favorite tv show like um what's that show called the law and order show um just like some crime show or they'll sit down and watch 
um, you know, Dateline or my mom likes to watch Dr. Phil and my mom doesn't necessarily do this, but um, just the older generation will just be like, you guys spend so much time on social media. But something I like that he said was that, you know, just like someone in the older generation will sit down and watch two hours of their favorite show, like I'm sitting down and watching two hours of TikTok. Like that is absolutely no different. It's just a different form of entertainment that, you know, that I choose. Um, so I think it's important to recognize like it is it is just a source of entertainment. Um, and as long as, you know, we're budgeting out that time, just like we would with anything else, I think it can be an okay thing um, for sure. All right. Um, I mean, for the people that listen to our last uh, podcast, we kind of talked about being able to justify like those leisure times. Uh, I think social right. media is like one of those things that you have to justify, like, um, and not like saying like, you have to tell everyone why you're on it, but you have to like justify like, okay, did I do the things that I needed to do? Because bro, that stuff becomes like a black hole. Like you could be yeah. on TikTok <laughs> for hours. And then you look at the time, you're like, holy crap. It's like, it's 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, I need to be asleep. <laughs> and right. so um, 100% like that time budgeting. And I think a great tool that, uh, like, if you have an iPhone that they just released a little while ago, is, like, you could actually set limits mm-hmm. on it. Um, and being able to be like, hey, like, I, I could only allocate, like, say, 30 minutes to this or 15 minutes to this. Um, I started doing that a little while ago. And before all this, like, craziness started happening. Uh, and mm-hmm. that helped me actually, like, like it, does, it doesn't necessarily stop you, but it puts up another barrier that you have to, like, break down before you could keep on giving in. Right. And so it's, like, an extra safety thing. And uh, it kind of, like, mm-hmm. go ahead. Since, since I've done that, um, when I'm on Instagram, like, I know that I have my timer. And, like, I have a limit for the day. So, like, it makes me more aware of, like, that I'm, like, spending, like, time on it. And it's, like, oh, shoot. Like, my, I'm, I'm going to reach my limit. Like, I got to hop off. Right. And it just, it makes me more, like, aware of, like, what I'm doing, I guess. Yeah. You got to be more, you have to be more, like, precious with your time, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, like, a, that's a huge conversation in itself of, like, time budgeting and all that stuff. Uh because we yeah. go so many different avenues of like all that <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you have anything that you want to like say about social media? Uh, like I know we were just talking about entertainment. Um, I don't know if you have anything written down for like just anything that you wanted to talk about in this. Um, I have a couple quotes though for this, but after you, man. All right. Um, I'll just share one more thing. Um, Yeah, I personally, I think um, social media at the end of the day is like a big, it's like a big, big tool, opportunity for our generation. Um, like, there's always going to be the next thing that, that you know, people think is bad and change, like people always think change is bad. Um, but I think there's a lot of good to it and it can be used for, I, I mean, I've seen it used in a lot of great ways for people to build um, you know, success and to build relationships. Um, but my, yeah, I had a conversation again with someone about social media yesterday. Um, and we were talking about Snapchat in particular and how 
there are bad things about Snapchat, obviously, um, but how it's it like takes communication and like puts it in like this funnel um, and can harm people's ability to communicate and build relationships. And you have like your little best friends on Snapchat um, that all you have to do is like send a little like selfie to them every day. And then you have like, oh, like we've, it gives you a little streak. Like we've talked for 180 days straight or whatever the case may be. Um, when really all you've done is like send a few sel- like selfies back and forth to each other. And it's like that like can really impact how people view relationships and like what like friendship really looks like um, when you're calling these people like your best friends. Um, so that I think for me that I can see like that being one of the biggest cons is like it can help us stay in touch and, you know, talk to people and have a good time together um, from a distance. Um, but it's not the end all be all for how relationships should look. Um because I believe we're, cre- we're created as relational people. Um, and a lot of that should be, you know, the real hard conversations, the face-to-face talks, the long phone calls or whatever the case may be. Um, so I would say that's that's the biggest thing for me. Heck yeah, bro. Um, the same thing, like kind of like touching on that is like social media has kind of like made our communication go really down. And I think this is like a crazy time where we're starting to realize like, how, how much we all struggle with communication um, because now that we are like not like seeing each other a whole bunch or like we're not around a bunch of people um, it's like whoa I could only send this selfie so much before I actually have to talk <laughs> you know and yeah. so I came across a quote but it says distance doesn't separate you lack of communication does and like what you're saying right now of like you guys could be snapchatting and it's a selfie a day for 180 days like there has to be like deeper or there has to be more layers of your communication. If you actually want to build a relationship, (laughs) excuse me. Um, But I wrote down something. Uh, It says uh, it's kind of touching on what you were saying is like, I believe relationships should be like built with time spent together. Um, And I think that's so true because like, yes, people are like putting out a lot of positivity or like maybe someone's going through something, but you can't judge them for like all that stuff. Like you have no idea what state of mind they were in when they're like saying this. Um, I think like you were saying, like it's super important to be like face to face or even like together and um, be able to like actually get to know someone. I think it's like, I was watching uh, a video of like this YouTuber and he's talking about like one of like the craziest and the like biggest like things that makes him uncomfortable is like, people think that they know him based off of his YouTube channel. And so when they see him in like in real life, they're like, Oh yeah. Like they they try to be all buddy, buddy with him. And he's like, and it's kind of like, not like, like he doesn't like it, you know? Um, because that relationship has to be earned. And I think that's with everyone. It's like, you have to earn those relationships with people. Um, I know I was, I was one of those people where like I would follow, I would follow someone that I didn't even know just because say I liked their I liked the way that they looked or I liked something about them. And then all of a sudden, because mm-hmm. like they follow me back, we're, we're friends. And it's like, bro, you've never even talked to this person in real life. Like you guys can't claim friends. Right. Like you guys have a social media relationship. Um, yeah. So it's crazy. Uh, but social media, this is something that you actually told me that another quote that I wrote down for this was 
everyone becomes neighbors because of social media. So that yeah. is a huge pro where like you can be connected to so many people. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's a tool. And I was watching uh, Social Network yesterday. It's the movie um, about Facebook and how it all came apart. And so like the only thing or like the last thing that I really have to say about it is a quote from there. She's like, you wrote everything on the internet and everything on the internet's in ink. It's not in pencil, so you can't erase it. Um, and I think we have to be very cautious of that because I fell victim of that earlier in high school where I was writing, I was writing yeah. a lot of things in pen that I could not erase. Um, and it wasn't nice, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't positivity. It was the negativity stuff. Um, and so just be careful and realize everything that you put on, on social media, on the internet, it's all written in pen. So choose your words wisely um, and less words, more weight, you know? That's huge. I'm glad you brought that last point up because I was going to mention that too. Um, yeah. You had another little analogy um, yesterday that I really appreciated. I don't know if you want to share that one too or not. Um, Rejog my memory. Uh, about the toothpaste. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that is a good. One. <laughs> yeah, um, this is another one of those situations where, like, why did this situation just happen? Um, but basically, I think a lot of times, like, we it's easy to blow up. It's easy to like want to go and like say all these things. Um, and I actually have a my coworker. And we were talking about like this idea. She's the way that she teaches her kids um, to be careful about what what she says is she sat them all down, grabbed the tube of toothpaste, and she just squeezed all of the toothpaste out. And she's like, "Those are all your words. Now put it back into like the toothpaste um, bottle or whatever you call that toothpaste tube." Uh, and like yeah. her kids are just struggling. They're like, "Well, we can't get all this back in, or we can't." We can't um, even put any of it in. Like, like there's no way that this is possible. And she said, exactly. She's like, so as soon as you speak your words, like they're out there, you know, they're, they're written in ink, you know. Um, and so it's very much so like that on social media where it's like all your words are is you squeezing out all that toothpaste. And then like you say a lot of things that you don't actually mean. But then it's like you're struggling because you can't put you can't like take those words back. Like they're out there. Um, so you should, you should be very right. cautious of what you're saying. And by no means am I speaking like as if I'm perfect and like in that aspect, because I do it all the time and I mess up all the time. I fail all the time. Um, but I just want to have an awareness around it. You know, I want to, I want to become more aware. Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate that insight. That's huge. Um, we are about reaching time. One last thing. I just want to touch on the internet makes everyone neighbors um, real quick. Um, basically what that means, I got that from Russ. I'm not going to claim that's my quote. Um, but basically what that means is the idea that, <laughs> that like, um, it's not, you know, 50, 60 years ago, like you're trying to blow up in music, like you had to go hand out your CDs and it was like word of mouth and things like that. Um, you had to get on the radio, but now like everyone is your neighbor. Like if you have good music, this is how I see it in my perspective. Like 
you're going to get weeded out. Like people are going to find you because it's on the internet. It's right there. Everyone has access to it. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of what that means. Just go a little deeper for, for people who, you know, might not know. Yeah. But obviously that idea can apply to a lot of things. It makes everyone neighbors. So, you know, we're all next to each other. Um, it also allows us to all be in this together. Um, especially in a time like this, um, we can all help. We can all support over the internet. Um, not just in our little community as well, but also that too, like go out and help your, your actual neighbors. Um, bro, if if they need butter, make sure you give them their butter. Yeah. A cup of sugar. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, we are at about like 50 minutes. Um, we were trying to cut it a little bit shorter. Um, but we should wrap it up. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, if you guys listen today um, and have any other insight about social media, um, if there's anything that you want to share, please shoot us a message on Instagram. Um, our Instagram is Keenan and Caleb Podcast. Is yeah. that right? So it's K-E-E-N-A-N-N-C-A-L-E-B-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Keenan and Caleb podcast. Um, yeah, please give us feedback. Let us know what you guys think. Um, give us your input. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, once again, if you don't like our confidence, get your own. And uh, we really, we would love you guys and hope, hope Absolutely. this helps. We, lo- we hope to hear back from you guys. Also shout out to Sam Narvez. Uh, she was the one that gave us the idea for this podcast. And we are yes, absolutely Sam. open to those. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, and maybe even what you guys would want to hear. Uh, but absolutely love the fact that you guys are listening and hopefully something that we said helps us or helps you. <laughs> Both. All right, Field. We will talk soon, yeah. Later, guys. Whoa, whoa, oh. Try.